Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Culver's in Fire. Rock's not dead. It's hiding. And you found it. Well done. The time has come for the Cobra to rise up and reveal himself. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Luce Cannon, joined today with the great Baco. And today's episode is officially the second part of our crazy covers episode. But in reality, it's just a really good excuse to tell this uh, pretty detailed story about a fun but also ridiculous experience I had at a LA Guns, Kicks, Slaughter, and Lita Ford concert. I attended it with a guy that looked like Thor and hijinks ensue. So today we're going to be featuring music from those bands as well. It'll be interspersed during the concert review. So we've got LA Guns music, Kicks music, Slaughter music, and like I said, it's part two of the crazy cover. So we've got covers of Danzig, um, Blackstone Cherry does a cover, and I've even got a cover of Phil Collins. I told you it was crazy people. So let's just jump in this, and it's going to kick off with the breakdown of that concert I mentioned. Enjoy. What am I thinking? I can't believe I'm not even, I haven't even started the episode with the story I'm about to tell about the concert I just saw last Friday. But anyway, they were just reminding me of, of seeing Slaughter, Kicks, and... Oh, L- how L- was that? L.A. Guns and Lita Ford. Yeah, I'll go into that right now. Why not? We're, 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 we're known for our tangents, so... Yes. Okay, so last minute, my, my buddy, who, by the way, looks like Thor... And this is Rob or someone else? <laughs> it's definitely not Rob. No, his name his name's Garrett, and he's got he's got his his hair is so it would long. Be better if his name was Thork. <laughs> <laughs> it would. The old ways are done. You'd stand giving speeches while Asgard falls. You are a vain, greedy, cruel boy. You are an old man and a fool. But anyway, so so right before the the Thor movies came out, he started growing his hair, and he has he's. His hair is is first off, it's majestic, and it's down to the the uh, past the middle of his back now. It's ridiculous. Basically, if he were to cut his hair right now, the uh, that that 
charity Locks of Love would make their quota for the for the entire year. I mean, that's how long his his hair is right now. Wow. And, I, I have a friend named Garrett who's got long hair too, and it, but I would never describe it as glorious. Oh my God! So this this guy he, he does have a mane like like Thor. He's about six, four or five, and just a big dude. So he does look look like Thor. So point being is when I go to to these 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 this band this concert moment, I tell you he's basically like a, an attraction, like some kind of event. The, the, <laughs> the, the entire the entire show. So anyway, I saw a quadruple bill in a place called the amp in pompano beach which is about a 2000 seater and it was a lineup consisting of la guns kicks slaughter and lita ford and i had free tickets so why not go that's why hey, I did you know who's drumming for lita ford right now i'm gonna go into that that's okay. the, yeah no that's that's the okay. whole thing about what a bizarro i'll let you go concert it was so First, I'd never seen any of these bands live, and I also don't own any of their records. I, I was like a, a basically a somewhat fan. Didn't hate them. Didn't really like them. I definitely not like one them. record, huh? No, no. I've I've heard. I think I had cocked and loaded, like borrowed from somebody at some point, and that was actually the one that sold me. Wanted to go see it. I've always wanted to see LA Guns live. So because I definitely yeah. of those of those bands, they're definitely by far my favorite. Of I haven't and, seen what their current guitar player, but yeah, I'll go into that too. It's it's. So they they started at six o'clock, and it went you know until eleven or, or whatnot like a normal concert would. But I was like six o'clock that's early. I go this, this means they're probably almost playing full sets or at least an hour each. I'm like that's kind of cool instead of just like you know starting it at seven. Really, I was thinking the opposite is like they have that many bands and they start at six. No, it's pretty, I think it's pretty good because usually if you have four, the changeover was pretty quick then. It was, yeah. So so right at six on the dot, I'm out there waiting for Thor to show up, and he was late, which <laughs> which, which which upset me because you think he would just be able to fly and land there and all that stuff. And you are an old man and a fool. So I was waiting, and all of a sudden Dude, I heard um, he's fighting with Beta Ray Bill, and then all of a sudden I hear talk about Sex action. I'm like, get the fuck oh, here! I'm like, man. I don't have my tickets. I gotta go in. Ellie Guns was first. Yes, that's uh, that's that's the first. What the part fuck of the... was Lita Ford not the first band? She was the headliner. Shut the fuck up! I know. That's what I'm trying to say. Is this line? Is it like opposite land down there where people like leave when the headliner comes on yes, and show well, up that, early? Well, that was the part of it. Here's the order. It went L.A. Guns. Like elderly discount if you get there early. Yes, <laughs> listen, it went it went L.A. Guns kicks and then slaughter and then lead a ford the only thing i liked about the way they did that is the thing i could go home i didn't have to i'm an old man so i could go home it's about an hour yes. away from home so i could get home by before midnight that way but anyway. yes in that sense it's a good thing but there's no way that lead a ford and kick shouldn't be number one or two you can flip them back and forth and that's not a shot at either one of them no i, I don't think saying, come on I la guns had some legitimate you know attraction and maybe you're just living in Lita Ford in Kicksland, but 
you know. <laughs> Slaughter had a platinum record. LA Guns had a couple. Lita Ford and Kicks combined might be able to have enough record sales to get one. Well, that's that's what I thought too. And, and when it was first announced, it was only Lita Ford and Slaughter. I'm like, no, no way would I go to that. And then they announced. Yeah, maybe L- that has something to do with it then, huh? Yeah, then they announced LA Guns and Kicks too, and I was like. All right, it's kind of interesting, but the, the other thing that was nuts about this is... Or, or real quick on that, I, yeah. I will tell you this. A lot of those those shows, like, bands will be in the area, and they'll book, you know, lower-paying gigs. Sure. You know, to kind of, you know, like, well, we're available if you want to give us two grand. We'll, you know, but anyway. Yeah, so they had... So it started off with L.A. Guns, and, and, and also the reason I wasn't going to go to this is it was absolutely insane. How much do you think that for decent seats at a concert with this lineup... The ticket you would you would see the tickets going for. Like let's say the first twenty rows. What are those? For going this for? lineup, I would not assume that there was seats. <laughs> not kidding at all. Right, they right. Would is, they would are, play nobody around here that that actually had like rows of seats. Right. So this is actually a club. A, okay. How much do you think it would be for the first twenty rows if you looked on Ticketmaster for this? <sighs> uh, I guess I just guess. I mean, Fifty. Uh, that's eighty dollars. Jesus. Who the fuck is paying that? The next tier back is like 65, 50, and then they got the cheap ones, quote, cheap at 35 plus fees, 42. I'm like, I'm not, I cannot validate paying that for this this lineup. So my buddy got them on like Groupon for like 20 bucks each. <laughs> yeah. So, and so like a two for one. So I'm like, Don, metal. let's go. Go to Groupon for when you want to rock out. So we, we ended up going and, you know, like I said, I'm with, I'm with basically a, 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 a carnival exhibit this guy and so instantly he just went up and made friends with the security guards and we were front row the entire concert you know with these people that have paid this insane money the security was for shit we just you know acted as if as i always call it and just like getting through the there's always a way the death star anywhere and you just went right up front actually it was actually the crowd was actually pretty big it was of the 2000 i was surprised that it was about i would say three quarters full that's Pretty good. That's what I'm saying. It was definitely a thousand plus. And now you've mentioned that your area is pretty starved for concerts, correct? Correct. Yes. And actually, okay. this is the same place that they're having Motorhead. Well, if they make it, he doesn't get more. They're gonna sick. make it. Yeah, I hope so. And but that's the same place they're doing Motorhead, Anthrax, and Crowbot here at the end of the month. So they there must be some promoter that just loves rock and is bringing it now because they they haven't had that. But anyway, going back to this. The so Lele Guns hits kills it. They have their guitarist must play in a Guns N' Roses cover band because he looks he's a younger dude. He looks like <laughs> he looks like Slash though. He's leaning back the entire time, a, cig- a cigarette dangling out of his his mouth. You know he like, can smoke. What the kid? <laughs> what do you mean? No, I mean like in a building. Was this inside? No, it's a, this is an amphitheater. Oh, okay. Yeah, he could still smoke. Where you where you you couldn't have lit up a cigarette, correct? No, no. Well, I guess the ban has different different uh, rules. Uh, I think it's still a violation of local and city ordinances. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, <laughs> so he's up there. He's leaning back. He's definitely being uh, a a slash impersonator. But they were great. I mean, I was shocked how well Phil Lewis's voice was and that the mix was, and they, they just killed it. I mean, even if you didn't know some of the songs, they were phenomenal. You were singing by the second. Second time the chorus came around, and I knew, and I knew the majority of their stuff. But they played for, I would say, forty five minutes, maybe eight eight songs. Hmm. Um, have you seen them live before? Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen them in about four or five years. But prior to that, 
I probably saw them about four times in five years. Is there? And they, always, and yeah. they were great. Um, Which they, version? Do they still have the two versions zipping around, or is this the only no, one? No, Tracy Guns was just here. He opened for, uh, oh, God, not Lynch Mob, um, Bullet Boys, and they're called Gunzo. All right. And they played, they played uh, three L.A. Guns songs, but... Mm-hmm. Um, no, they used to have a guy named Stacy Blades, which I would love because of Tracy Guns. <laughs> right. But he killed it, too. I haven't seen the current guitar player. I was a little disappointed when, when Stacy Blades left uh, because I, I thought he was that good. But He's good. Yeah, the, the current guy, isn't he Asian? I don't know. For that part, we actually weren't up front. We, got, we went up there after the... Because we got there late, so we kind of smuggled ourselves up between LA Guns and... And kicks is when we went up so i don't know i wasn't that close to see his hair was covering his face pretty much the whole time that's why i say there might have been like an asian guy in between this guy and stacy blades it doesn't matter i who gives a crap but uh i just for what it's worth <laughs> it's fine. now it's i'm fine. like why it's am fine. i talking about whether this guy's asian or not i don't know you're just curious if there's the guy so anyway so wait so they they played killed it and then you know, again, the lineup's bizarre. So the next one up was was Kicks, which I listened to their latest album, which is okay. And I've never the only song I really know by them is obviously "Don't Close Your Eyes." And and you know, I I, I went back and listened to their stuff. And do you like them? They're okay. I was a bit of a fan in high school. Um, I kind of bailed on them after that midnight. Not the not the blow my fuse record. I like. So, so they came out, and, and man, these guys are the skinniest dudes I've ever seen. I mean, they look like they, they should be playing for, for food. I mean, they're tiny, <laughs> tiny, because we were up close, and I was like, my God. Do you know the story about, like, Poison ripping off a bunch of their shit? Ripping off a lot of their songs? No, mainly their stage show. Hmm, I didn't, well, um, you know, obviously they have it, they have, go ahead. Uh, and uh, there's another band that, like, like, half of Poison's early hits were ripped off of. But uh, yeah, I mean it's it's definitely like widely considered on, by people in the scene that basically what they did on stage is what Poison started doing on stage. Well, again, both of these bands, uh, I will say that the whole night was fun, uh, even though these weren't my favorite bands. Yeah, the energy level, uh, just off off the hook. You can't teach stage presence, and if you go to, no, to really. these fe- yeah, right. So they were running around. You know, these are these are old men. And you are an old man and a fool. You know, and they're they're zipping around, tons of energy that from versus these younger bands and everything. These young whippersnappers, they were teaching them how to how the big boys do it, or the very skinny, you know, uh, 
boys good do Good musicians and, for the most part. Yeah, no, they were, they were excellent. Sounded good. But this is the funny part. is we're stand, We were center stage uh, right up front, and you could not hear. The sound engineer should be drawn and quartered because he, for this, Ellie Gunn sounded perfect. And these guys, the music sounded perfect. You couldn't hear a fucking vocal. So that went on. I was like, they're going to fix it. First two songs, they're going to fix it. Couldn't hear anything. Nothing at all. <laughs> it was like we were watching a... Uh, an hour-long instrumental. I well, mean, Jesus, he, he must have been able to hear himself on stage if he wasn't saying anything. He he must have heard. And then, then then my buddy says, maybe it's because we're in the middle. I'm like, that's not how concerts work. It's not like you're in, you're in the center <laughs> stage. and, and, and then if, Otherwise, nobody would, yeah. would be here. He's like, maybe it's because we're in the middle. He's like, let's go to the left. And ironically, he was right. We went to where we were for LA Guns. The only speaker that the vocals were coming out was on the left. It's the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. So we went. So we watched the rest of the set there. Now this is the most bizarre thing. Kicks comes on second. They play eleven or twelve songs. They, I was like, are they still on stage? They play like over an hour for the sec, oh, for the second on. band. That's too much kicks. Yes, yeah, it's way too much kicks. And and then so they they leave. So next up is Slaughter, and they come out. They open with Wildlife, which I like that song. to their their second song and he stops you know in, introduces himself to the crowd and I'm looking at um they, they have Zoltan on drums now do you know who he is yeah I do he's, he's cool he's entertaining to watch and everything and and I, I don't know who they have in guitar now but Jeff Lando but they have um you know Dana is a douche yeah well he's he's running around and and, and whatnot and tons of energy over all the band except for Mark Slaughter. The guy comes on stage and he looks like he was he just woke up from <laughs> from from the tour bus, uh, looking really tired and way out of shape, unfortunately. Um, and, and yeah, was, I, he, I don't think he. I just saw him on the metal show this last season. He's not looking good. No, and then, and then he, does, he doesn't look sick or anything like that. No, it's just he like, just looks unhealthy. And he had, and but he came out too, and he looked like he was about to do some yard work. How did he oh, sound? Sound all right. Sound mm-hmm. sound decent, but but so so he's not looking like he's really into it. And first off, he says first off he says you know here's here's Dana. We go back to the Vinnie Vincent band. He's like he's been my 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 brother and and the, the band since then. He's like introducing the band at that point. I'm like okay, there's a reference to to Vinnie Vincent right there. You know you got you got half of the Vinnie Vincent band there. 
And it's just weird to even hear a reference <laughs> to that band in a, in a live setting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, who the hell ever mentions that? I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. So <clears throat> next is the third song they play was Mad, Mad About You. And again, we're right up front. And my buddy, we're like, where the fuck is Mark? We hear him singing, but he's, <laughs> but he's, but he's not there. And we look around and we're like, oh, maybe he's doing that little shtick where they run into the crowd, you know what I mean? And, and sing to everybody and go back up. No, the entire crowd is looking around for him. I'm like, this guy's in the shitter. Like, he he left the stage for the entire song and was still singing somewhere. Shut the fuck up. I'm not kidding you. He was he's go- in the bathroom? <laughs> hey, baby, hey, baby. Hey, baby, I don't know where it was. Where the hell would he go? Oh, okay. He's just off stage singing, though? Yeah, he was off stage. He was not in the crowd. We, we look back. We're like, he's got to be in the crowd. And the entire place, they're like looking around like they're at a tennis match. They're like they're just looking just looking back and forth, back and forth. And then, then right at the end, the, like the last they, time they, they did the court. get cleared up. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, but he was gone. Like, and the band hold was on. Like, <laughs> what? Let me just get one more line, uh, little, I don't know, piece of cheese. I, yeah, he's like, I, I need to finish up the catering uh, platter. I mean, it was ridiculous, and it was the most bizarre spinal tap. Started going Tupperware. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, exactly. So, so that you know, and, and how many songs do you think that Slaughter played, which is kind of the second headliner, then the one co-headliner? Well, you said uh, eleven or twelve by Kicks. Yeah. Well, they should play roughly the same, but uh, I'm gonna guess because of the way you're telling the story, I'm gonna say seven. Yeah, they played eight songs, and the other thing that was that was funny about it was that <laughs> you ever seen Still Panther live? Mm-hmm. You know, have you ever seen like that after they play the first song, they do the shtick like they're about to end the show, kind of like the end of Black Diamond, or whatever, and they keep doing the, the same chord over and over again, and being like, yeah. you know, where you would say like good night, and doing like yeah. machine gun guitars and ridiculous. That's how they the slaughter ended every song. So they, they, they play roughly the same length of time. They just kind of drag shit out. Yeah, but I'm saying like at the end of each track, they would go like, and just like like there should be fireworks going off every single track. It was a bit ridiculous. So <laughs> I've never seen that before. But yeah, so they were gone. And then basically the end part is we stayed for one song of Lita Ford. And then she started the second one saying, introducing the band. And she goes, this is Bobby Rock from Vinnie Vincent, Invasion. Mm-hmm. So she said from Vinnie Vincent? Yeah, she goes, this is Bobby Rock. Who's Not from Nelson. No, didn't mention anything about Nelson, but they said this is Bobby Rock from Vinnie Vincent Invasion. And again, it was just a bizarre thing that, you know, I'm seeing a concert where they have three quarters of the Vinnie Vincent Invasion in some form or another. Yeah, they should have got together and jammed some of that first record. That would have been great. <laughs> Not my cup of tea, but... What?! No, oh, I, I can't do it. Oh, yeah. I can't deal with the vocals fighting. on that uh, that album at all. No, not for me. I know that that's uh, gives Chris Senzak a mean boner, but it's <laughs> and we'll, we can debate that on. No, he, he's one of the, the. I think Vinnie Vincent is one of these things that's very interesting. Where it was in Journey, huh? Robert Fleischman, the singer you're bitching about. Yeah, well, whatever. So. 
anyway, we're, we're going to move on from there. But that's that's pretty much my recap of that concert. But it was actually really fun. I mean, I'm glad we left Alita oh, for because cool. I could give two shits. But I was really But was that an amphitheater? That's even better. I, I really like the outdoor setting when it comes to yeah. especially those kind of like uh, nostalgic shows. It almost adds to the atmosphere. Like, you just more laid back. And, and it's like, yeah, we're all old. Play the fucking hits. Exactly. No, it was, it was it was good stuff. So I was pleasantly surprised how much fun we had. And uh, so that's my recap of that concert. But a lot, a lot of funny little Spinal Tap moments throughout it. Yeah, definitely. So, but, man, where was I going there? Blackstone Cherry. So Blackstone Cherry <laughs> did a cover of the song. Can't You See? Can't, yeah, Can't You See. That's um, my favorite Almond Brothers tune. Uh, it's actually the Marshall Tucker Band. I had to look that up too, because it's. I, I know of it. It's one of those songs that have been on classic rock that I just really couldn't give two shits about. Really, <laughs> you're way off. You're all over the place. It's not All My Brothers. It's by the Marshall Tucker Band, but they really rock it up the uh, middle section. They just crank it. And have you heard this? Have you heard this version? Wasn't Marshall Tucker just a fictional character in that forgetting Sarah Marshall Tucker or something like that? Here is Blackstone <laughs> Cherry covering Can't You See. I'm gonna take a freight train down at the station. And I don't care where it goes. I'm gonna climb a mountain, the highest mountain.
Okay, so next up is a cover by the band Nonpoint, which I do not like at all. Not the cover. I only know them by name. What? I only know them by name. Yeah, they're just kind of a almost generic. Well, they were like one of those bands that would hit the Ozfest thing. It seemed like every other year. Yeah, they're just kind of there. That I've tried to listen to a couple of their albums after hearing this cover, and no, not not for me. But they did do an, an incredible cover of "In the Air Tonight" by Phil Collins. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they did it for the Miami Vice motion picture soundtrack, not the show, but the movie that came out a couple of years ago. And did you happen to see? I put it on uh, YouTube a couple of weeks ago. Um, of it, it's a video of me doing like a hard rock version of the Phil Collins song "Against All Odds." Yeah, no, I did. It was you put those I started with the drums. And yeah, no, I, it was cool. The drums, how you came up with the drum. Um, pretty good drummer too. I wouldn't say that. But <laughs> don't tell a drummer that, anyone. Anyway. I'm just I'm just fluffing my host here, making sure. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, have you heard this cover? I have not. No. Um, does it have like a part where the drums go? Oh yeah, <laughs> of course, man. And the drums in this, the, throughout the entire song, is the, one of the things that makes it is the drums. But they really rock it out, and I really don't have anything to say about it except this: this cover kicks ass, and they take a the band doesn't. That's right, but the, but they they bring it on this one, and, and again, all I can say about this band is their best song is a cover. So here's Nonpoint with "In the Air Tonight" by Phil Collins. <laughs>
Okay, we're coming to the end. Baco, what do, you, what do you have to say here? Thanks for sticking around for part two, people. That's my best Paul Stanley, by the way. It's not very good. But no, I, it's I, horrible. I, I understand the, the sentiment. So, yeah, I mean, we this is part two, the end of part two. We appreciate you sticking around, like you said, and, 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 and your, your impression there. But, you know, we got one more, and that's a cover of, of Danzig's iconic song mother mother so, i don't i don't know i don't not a big danzig fan at all in other words i'm not a fan actually are you i am uh he's a uh, must-see theater for me uh, <laughs> before you go into everything now it is funny that throughout this episode the great thing about this show is unlike others like decibel geek usually i don't know if they just don't say their opinions or not but chris and aaron either agree or don't really argue about their their picks where i think ours is like a fair and balanced <laughs> news show if there is one <laughs> still it's basically like a point counterpoint have you noticed yeah. that throughout the show lose cannon you ignorant slut <laughs> exactly it's pretty much back and forth like that so anyway i have nothing to say about danzig except that, that i like this cover that the 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 lady that does as a singer songwriter named lissy and it's kind of like starts slow and then kicks in at the end. It's, I think it's really, her voice is really it's cool. It's like a full band thing then? I haven't heard Yeah, it. yeah. No, it's full band. It's not like a chick in a coffee house uh, getting all hippie like in, um, in granola. But it, it's... it's. I, I do think the fact that, I mean, that's one thing I like about Danzig and very much of his music hits this. It's like there is a, uh, there's like a lyrical and a melodic core to what he does that fits so many different genres like you you could do a twisted cover on almost anything that that he's done so many of his, his tunes is, a, is probably a better way to put it but give me I mean, give me this give me this then if i was going to take one album as like the one you would say is the gateway drug because he has some i think he put out like what five six seven more than that yeah it's eight or nine but um give me one probably the first one but my personal favorite might be the fourth one uh, the first one has Mother, and it's got Twisted Cane, and then right. every other song is good. But if you don't like Mother and you don't like Twisted Cane, you're not going to find anything on there that's going to convince you to feel differently about them any more than the, 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 the following records. But I, th- I think that one's probably the key. Um, but I, I also think uh, I love the How the Gods Kill and uh, Lucifuge. But is that the number four? One, no, the fourth one is just called 4P or something like that. Okay. Uh, it goes the first one, then it goes um, Danzig 2, Lucifuge, Danzig 3, How the Gods Kill, and then 4P for some reason. I don't know, some Latin or some weird reference that he got from some kind of satanic, not satanic, Celtic Bible. or. You've seen him live? Many times. Actually, uh, I saw him two days before I got married. So we, we, we consider him our wedding band. We got married in Vegas okay. on Halloween. Wow. So Okay. That's that's uh it's pretty cool. It's hardcore. Nice. That was my wife's idea. That's how awesome she is. That is pretty phenomenal. So all right, go ahead with any, any information you want to share about, about dancing before we get in this cover. You know, I, I just I touched I mentioned to you that I wanted to touch a little bit on an article I wrote a couple of years ago called Why Danzig Can't Buy Glenn Danzig Can't Buy Kitty Litter. And it's kind of a hu- a humorous take on on basically like you can't be Glenn Danzig and be seen in the parking lot of a PetSmart. No. no. It's like it's seeing a, a, a Carrie King. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or uh, there's one of the things I tie in is that like James Hetfield wearing like a $500 t-shirt and a pair of flannel shorts 
<laughs> with his wife shopping on Sunset or whatever that. Uh, no, he was that? wearing like a Bloomingdale's. I mean, he was. Yeah, carrying he's, a, he's right. carrying a bag, and it's no, like no, he can't like, carry a bag. Like I get that. it that his wife wants time with him, mm-hmm. but I'm sorry. The reason you get to spend this money and shop in these stores is because he is exactly the opposite of how you dressed him that day, <laughs> and you should respect that. And yeah. Danzig, God damn it, you have a career and you have a life, and the the internet's been horrible to him, by the way. Danzig, what, what are some out. pictures? You have a, I think I remember seeing the picture of him carrying a bag of, of cat litter, right? Yeah, it's just like got a tidy cat sticking out of the, the bag, you know? <laughs> What's and I another his, picture? What's another picture that's funny of him? Well, I mean, the ones I've seen that are funny of my other dad are typically like either, he's either just fat or it's like some kind of superimposed thing. But, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the fact of the matter is he's made a, a life uh, and a career and, and his financial well-being is best is if he's not even seen in the sun, much less buying kitty litter. Correct. Yes. I, 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 I like his response was like, well, I don't know what the big deal is. I have a cat. I'm like, <laughs> that was his response. Something like that. And he's not wrong. He's like, well, I have a cat. It needs cat litter. <laughs> Being a, a, a respectful owner. But I'm like, dude, get someone to get your goddamn cat litter. Yeah, for. handlers. You, you, can't, you can't be seen. <laughs> you got to find someone because you're fucking Danzig. And now I'm going to picture you with that giant Danzig belt buckle using it to scoop poop out of your cat's litter box. Anything else you want to add? Mother!
that if you wanna find help with me, I'm gonna show. 